In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're finishing up our series on mental health Q&A. Believe it or not, this is part eight. We've answered a lot of questions along the way, and we are finally wrapping up the segment. And um, we got some great things coming up on the show in the future, folks. So stay tuned, and, and we'll, we'll give a maybe we'll give a little uh, little clue to those uh, a little bit later. But we'll see. All right. Anyway, mental health Q and A part eight. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. The Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. You are here. And that other voice you hear is Matt Fox. Hello. He's hanging out. Uh, we're just uh, having a podcast. Yeah, having a drink. little drink, having a podcast, having a good time. This is what life's about. Yeah. If we can all get some cigars in here, we'd be all set. If only. <laughs> I know. If only. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here in the Southfield Podcast Your Voice Studios. Yes. Um, I know I've shouted out to them, but uh, take a look, podcastyourvoice.com. If you guys ever thought about doing a podcast, check out the website. Yeah. Walk in, sit down, you talk, you talk about what you know, mm-hmm. what you love, what you're passionate people about. People tune in. There's a niche for everything, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. like soup cans. <laughs> you do a podcast about that. Soup cans. <laughs> What in blazes are you talking about? All right, saying, you know. Oh, the consistency of yeah, the yeah. aluminum is just amazing. <laughs> this this label is, is pre nineteen sixty. This is a chunky can. Okay, maybe you like ball bearings. <laughs> oh, there we come go. on, guys! <laughs> it's so simple. Maybe you need a refresher course. Hey, hey! It's all ball bearings nowadays. <laughs> Man, my 12-year-old brain almost took over, but go on. I know. So yeah, check out podcastyourvoice.com. You can do a podcast. I can do it. Anybody can do it. Fair. Yeah. I can do it, Come, too. come on in. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. So let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check it out. All kinds of good stuff on there, if you, especially if you want to book a show. Um, I, I was just set on the beginning of last episode. I just finished a huge run of shows through May and June have a little bit of a break so some summer openings uh i have a corporate show in july i'm doing a couple of fairs in august i'll be down in tennessee uh the end of august for the tennessee state fair so if if you're in that area i got pulled in for uh for another gig dave did you yeah because you know how i pulled myself away from that industry of djing yes yes well right before i did i got a facebook message saying hey your 30th high school reunion is coming up. Oh, they wanted you to DJ it. Yeah. Nice. So, so you're, you're, you're DJing your own reunion. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I didn't go to my prom, so I might as well. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, awesome. 
Oh, speaking of, okay, off, off topic, but uh, my buddy was in town. Shout out to Richard Barker, the incredible hey, hypnotist. He had a show at the Token Lounge last night, which was fantastic. But we were hanging out Friday night thinking, looking for something to do, and the Trenton Street Fair was going on. Oh, boy. So we headed down there. They had a live band. They were good. Uh, but then they had this DJ set up. Okay. And I, I wanted, I, I don't, I don't know if I took a picture of it, Matt. I, I wanted to get your feedback on this, but it just <laughs> seemed like they were from the 19, early 1990s. Oh, they just had CD the players? Set up. I don't know. I was trying to look behind to see if they were doing CDs, <laughs> but these guys were both ancient and, and not that I'm not being ageist, but, <laughs> um, but, but, but it was just like, song into song and 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 i know there were probably songs some people liked but more obscure um someone threw and, a mixtape together and they yeah. had these huge stacks of of monitors and speakers lined up in front and i said there's no way they're using those <laughs> and they had a stand they had these stands of bows on a stands and and the bass was just clipping out with every beat oh i love it and it was i'm not going to tell you the name and could be well. They probably know if I were said they were at the Trenton Street Fair, but uh, whatever, whatever. But we were cracking up because my because you know my buddy Richard and I we do shows. We we we're not sound experts by what we know what good sound sounds like. Sure, because you have to have good sound for a good show. Sure. And um, we were just like, oh my gosh, are these guys trying to get business? <laughs> Richard said, this is a commercial on who not to hire for your next party. <laughs> so on that note. You have professional you disc have professional jockeys? like Matt who knows what sounds good. Yeah, and then you have hobby jocks. Yes. All right. Yes, so. yes. Right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did your phone go yeah, off? Yeah, my, my, my phone recognized a speech <laughs> command of some type. Oh. I have no idea. It's, right. it's never done that before. It's crazy. So, totally motor, crazy. So where can people find you yep, again? Yep, MotorCityHypnotist.com. Let me tell you, my social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Instagram and Snapchat, Motor City Hypno, H-Y-P-N-O. Check that out. Yes. Give it a listen. Um, I got a new shirt, Matt. Do you know? Do you know? Do you, you see this? Do I was I was going to reference it later. Yeah. And I was going to ask where who Jake is. Yeah. Because your shirt is, go then. There are other worlds than these, which kind of bodes to what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from um, Stephen King novel, uh, The Gunslinger. Oh, very nice. Uh huh. Did you buy that or did you have it? No, make I had it? it made because you can't find them anywhere. Huh, there you go. I just had it made myself. You're a walking Stephen I King am, billboard. I am a walking. And people will, people who know that story will know it. Yeah. They'll know it as soon as they see it. So <laughs> I got to wear it out and see if I get reactions because I'll know the Stephen King fans. There you go. You know, as soon as I see them. But yeah. I can't give you the context because that would give a big spoiler to the book. Well, then don't. I won't. <laughs> it's that easy, man. Do you have a brain like a chicken? Fuck uh, off. <laughs> I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I said, I'm not going to give you the spoiler. But yeah, pe- people who know, know. So there we go. All, All right. right thanks folks. for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. How winning is done. Yes, it is. Okay. You want to know who's the winner is this week, Matt? It's a huge surprise. Who's that? Matt Fox. What the f- is our winner of the week? Why? What the because, hell did I do? Because Matt Fox did a tough mutter. I, I'm telling you, dude. I've been, I've been, I've been watching these things on YouTube for forever, and I'm like, one day I'm going to do that, and I've not done it yet. But Matt Fox completed a tough mutter a couple weekends ago. You're an asshole. But yeah, no, I know on. he did. <laughs> but he finished it a 10k. 
And that that's that's at, that takes some balls, my friend. At the at the ripe young age of forty seven, and I say that <laughs> like this in the background. What the fuck is it? With you? I'm a forty seven year old man, and, yeah. and there was a challenge that was put forward, mm-hmm. and I don't like to back down from challenges. And knowing that I had peers that were going to be there yep. with me, and yeah, as you had said in the last episode, yes, it was, there's a lot of camaraderie, yes, a lot of community within the Tough Mudder, and that's exactly what it was. I was mm-hmm. helping. I was hoping perfect strangers out over obstacles yep and they were helping me too yes and you know the group that i was with you know we all dressed up as marvel characters yep. which was a lot of fun you'll never guess who i was you were captain america no no you I, were hawkeye no i was you were you're black widow i was reed richards oh there you go so i was nice mis- i was mr nice. fantastic yeah absolutely but um it was just it was so much fun and it was such a great experience yep. that i am definitely going to do it again yes because you got the bug Right? Yeah. And I have yep. to go back. I need my second headband. All uh-huh. right. Because the first one you get is yellow. The next one you get, I believe, is orange. So I want my orange headband. Okay. So how, how many headbands can you use? Like black belt and karate? Well, okay. So you can run as many of, of them as you want. Yeah. There was one gentleman there for this one that we did. He was asked point blank, how many Tough Mudders have you done? And he, he did not hesitate. This is my 118th Tough Mudder. Holy crap. And he was dressed for success not kidding shorts button-up shirt with a tie it was absolutely brilliant wow <laughs> 118 tough motors this guy has done Jeez. and you know that just kind of speaks volumes towards what this thing is yeah and it tra- that it's more than just a race it's more than just a a obstacle course right it's it, like you said it it's this this camaraderie of, yes. of folks getting together and just helping right. people and, and and running because we have that we've been given that ability and that freedom to do so by everybody mm-hmm. else in the world that has fought for our freedoms and died uh-huh. for our freedoms you know they're they they really get into it yeah. you know and they yeah. they just it was the the hype man right yeah. right before we started running he hyped everybody up oh god yeah and we were ready to take on the world yes. we really were that's fantastic so it was a lot of fun so you said there were 20 obstacles total. Well, in the 10K, there was 20 obstacles. Okay. But there were other obstacles that- It's uh, like in the 5K, there'd be 10? Probably. Okay, yeah. And then in the 15K, there's a few more. So- 20 obstacles how what's the distance between obstacles is that is it evened out or no oh okay it's not it really varied okay because you're running a 10k they had to make room for some of that yeah but uh you know we light jogged we didn't all out sprint sure well yeah because you want to save energy for these obstacles of course right and then but for us for the group that we were that i was with we didn't go through the obstacle without everybody present Right. Without our group present. Yeah, right? you just waited for everybody just, to get there. Right. For, so those folks that got there first, they had a really long break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Those that got yeah. there second, third, fourth, fifth, they yeah. had a little bit less of a break. Uh, but it was just, you know, all the obstacles were a challenge. Yeah. Some of them you had to do with somebody else. It wasn't all just a one person. Right. Thing. Yep. Uh, there was one obstacle where it was a triangle that was that kind of teetered back and forth. And you actually had to grasp hands on either side and then walk across these platforms. Oh, but there okay. were two of them. So with, you had without to, it tipping. Without it yes, tipping. Yes. But you had to step over to another platform. It just wasn't one solid. Uh, okay. My partner and I, we actually annihilated the first one. We just no. ran right through it. We nice. tried to cross over and we went head over tea kettle. Oh, no. At least I think I did. I was kind of the catalyst for it. <laughs> but, but, you know, we got right back up on it and, yeah. and, and, and we finished it. So Fantastic. It, it, it definitely... Um, I would recommend it. Yeah. But don't go into it with your eyes closed. Yes. Open your eyes. You do need to prepare. 
but that's that preparation. You are not, you're, you're never prepared for what's about to happen. Well, and, and here's the thing. It's one of those things where you go through it. You say, you can say you did it now. Yeah, I, I can do in that. that. We're talking about mental health here, mm-hmm. having goals, mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. finishing it. Yeah. And, and what that, that feeling that you have that, Hey, I did that. Sure. That's, that's, that's fantastic. I crawl, I crawled up a net 40 feet up in the air and uh-huh. I crawled back down it. It's, yep. you know what? I'm not afraid of heights, but what really bugged me is that the DJ wouldn't stop playing the wobble while I was climbing oh. up a 40 foot net. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's, it, that, that's a great thing. And again, a just example of, again, somebody doing something that is a challenge and overcoming it. Yeah. And that. The, the, what that makes you feel like that's fantastic the the uh the after tough mutter beer you get a free beer right oh you know for oh, finish, you get, great of them you get a, you finish, get a free beer you, you get a finishing beer uh but the uh the barbecue that the group of us had afterwards was a, so much more was a lot of fun too. oh god not more fun so. it was so much fun because we all came together we had our friends our family uh-huh. were there it was on father's day nice so my nice. kids came out to the barbecue awesome. as well and you know the one of the uh foods that we had out on the table was a big bottle of ibuprofen nice <laughs> yeah so all the old all the old guys started had a few ibuprofens and then you know we we had a few cocktails as well so. uh, of course yeah it was good that's fantastic it, it was yeah. good so again matt fox wow i've never been proud of you not you are now you're on the winner of the week <laughs> roster you know we always talk about we should bring the winners of the week i know the show, but, right? but you're in so you're already here <laughs> thanks david <laughs> oh good for you so matt fox our our winner of the week tough mutter kicking ass taking names kapow Taking Motrin. <laughs> Bam. That's how winning is done. My last comment. Yes. For three days afterwards. Yeah. I felt like the Incredible Hulk. No! Stairs! <laughs> <laughs> so many stairs! <laughs> so... Back to it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I would think so. You'd be like, oh, oh it was fun. Yeah, it I'm was... sure. All right, folks, we're talking about mental health Q and A, and this is our last segment, number eight. Uh, but we want to make sure we 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 finished and answered all of these questions. That that that's the big thing. Yes. Um. So if you if you want to go back, I mean, again, we've been doing the series, and if you listen to the podcast, just go through all the episodes because everyone's different. We answer different questions, and we address the things that people want to know about. You don't have to start at one; you can start at this one Abs- and work absolutely. your way backwards. You, yeah, I mean, you can jump in anywhere you want and just find the ones that that pique your interest. There you go. That that's another way to do it. Um. So this one, and again, a, a, a kind of a general one, but 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 I want to address it because the. Of the of the um, mental health disorders, these are two of the major ones. Okay, de- depression and anxiety. Yes. So the question is, how how do I know if my depression or anxiety is something that needs to be treated? Hmm. Because it's it's a very general type thing, and and so how do you know? Like, okay, am, am I depressed? Am am I on a scale of one to ten? Am I a two or am I an eight? Mm-hmm. Like, like how, how do I determine how to proceed or, or how to seek help if I'm not quite sure where I'm at? Um, but let me tell you, first of all, just, just quickly the symptoms of depression and or anxiety. Depression is honestly, it's a few simple symptoms. It's one, just a low 
just mood of sadness. That's that's the best way I can destri- describe it, and it affects how you function and work and interact with other people. Is it more a lack of lack of motivation as well? Could that be a lack of motivation can be a part of it because okay. when you're depressed, you, you definitely are not motivated because a lot of times, and, and I'll tell you the key things for depression are the three pillars, sleep, mm-hmm. physical activity, and your diet. Right. And I think that was uh, part four or five. Yep. Yeah. yep. And that that was back a little, a little ways ago. But of those three, when you're depressed, it's hard to exercise. You don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to eat right because- you it don't just, feel like you it. don't care. Uh, yeah, you don't have any motivation. So, so yeah, I think the lack of motivation goes along with the depression. Um, and then the anxiety, it's a feeling that really is, is a response to a stressful situation. Hmm. It's, a, it's your body's heightened reaction to something. Now, in some situations, that's necessary. If you're in a dangerous situation, you want that heightened yes. anxiety and awareness. Right. The adrenaline. Yes, the yes. adrenaline. Yeah. That, that feeling. And, and, and I'll give you the, the general symptoms with anxiety. It's, it's a, feel like a rapid heartbeat, even a weight on your chest, uh, uh, shakiness, um, a feeling of just being overwhelmed with sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, the feeling, honestly, people have said in the midst of a panic attack, the feeling like you're going to die mm-hmm. because it's just so overwhelming that the physical symptoms. Um, so, with those two things, how do you know what is wh- okay? So I'm, I'm I feel like I'm having anxiety. What what do I do about it? Who do I talk to? Where do I go? How do I treat it? I would say this, and we'll start with anxiety, and we'll go back to depression. With anxiety, I would feel like, do you feel like it is preventing you from doing things you want to do, mm. such as just simple things, going grocery shopping, laundry, um, laundry, uh, driving. Mm. That a lot of people have a fear of driving and it brings up severe anxiety going on a family trip on an airplane. Uh, I mean, things that people take for granted and do every day, people with anxiety have a di- very difficult time doing those things. They just need to watch Die Hard. Yeah, yes. Just take off your shoes on Christmas, on Christmas, right? Rub your feet on the carpet. (laughs) You're okay. What are you people on dope? (laughs) No, but, but, but it is, it is a, well, and we're going to get to that, Matt, because we're, remind me of that when we get to it, because I'll I'll remind you. But so, so when you're feeling these symptoms, I would say if you feel like it prevents you from being productive in society, and and I, I don't say like, Work-wise, I'm not talking about like like producing money or anything like that, but being comfortable going out and interacting with people and doing the things that you have to do each day, like going, driving a car and and, and running errands mm-hmm. or going to the bank or grocery shopping, things sure. things like I mentioned. Then I feel like it's something that you need to talk to somebody and address. With depression, I I, I will say with depression it would be this: if you feel like you spend more days. More hours of your day sad and unmotivated than not, mm-hmm. then you need to, to to focus on getting help. Sure, because what we don't want, what we don't want to do, is for that to kind of of uh, become the norm. And, and there is a condition called dysthymia, which is a level of depression that is just consistent for a long period of time. Hmm. It's not like waves that come and go. It's just this long period of sustained depression. Okay. 
that typically doesn't get to the point of, of suicidal thoughts, but it's just like almost a constant malaise over a long period of time. Could that be, you know, because of a thyroid problem or I mean, I mean, some of the, some of these things could be physiological. Yes. Yeah. Some of these things could be, I, I mean, I, I mean, again, a little more rare, but you know, sometimes like a brain tumor or, mm-hmm. or um, sometimes um, people were diabetic and their sugars off. That, sure. that, that, so, so there are some physiological causes, but, but I would say that if you feel like your depression or your anxiety prevents you from just doing everyday things, that's something you want to address. Mm-hmm. And there are ways to, to, and, and without, you know, getting into the nitty gritty details, there there are a lot of ways other than medication that we can help you address these things. Right, right, for and that, sure. And that's the last part that you look towards is the medication, yep. right? So let me give you a percentage real quick. The most common reasons for people to seek professional psychiatric or therapy help. Um, a survey from Vitality Health found that fifty six percent of people are seeing a therapist to help with anxiety. Wow. Over 20% are seeing a therapist to address depression. Mm-hmm. This was a study done in 2021. Okay. So a couple years, fairly, fairly recent. So I, you know, probably pretty, pretty trustworthy data. So those are the symptoms. And I would say that, like I said, if you feel like it's preventing you from doing what you need to do, then definitely it's something you need to get help with. Um, next question. Oh boy. What is CBT? CBT. I actually have never heard of CBT. What is not CBT? When I say it, you'll know it. Okay. Cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> okay. Yes. I know what CBT is. Yes, you yeah. do know what CBT yeah. is. So people, and here's the problem I think with health, mental health professionals, a lot of them. And that's why I want to, that's why I try to make this podcast a lot more accessible and, and understandable for the people out there. There's all this jargon being thrown around, especially if you go to a clinic site and they're like, I specialize in this, this, and this. I'm telling you, 90% of the people out there have no idea what these initials and these these acronyms mean. They have no clue. I know what I know what I, it is. I specialize I just didn't in CBT what's... and EMDR and RTEB and C3PO. Uh, yeah, and C3PO and R2D2. Yeah. It just happens. <laughs> what in blazes are you talking no, about? But but I'm saying, but there might as well be those those characters or right. those those acronyms because people don't understand what that means. So when you say, oh yeah, we let's do some CBT. So so really, cognitive behavioral therapy is the most common form of talk therapy mm-hmm. that that's out there that that happens. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, really, what it is, it's just a way to talk and explore about how the way you feel and how that affects behaviors. Thank you, Tony. That's it. Yes. That's, that, that's, that's all it is. And, and when you do cognitive behavioral therapy, you identify patterns, you mm-hmm. identify negative thinking patterns, and then we have ways to, to change those thinking patterns. Sure. Because I, I, when these letters and these acronyms pop up, people are like, oh, I don't know what the hell that is. They, they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. They, and it, it, it makes it more... It just seems very clinical and like non non reachable mm-hmm. for for normal people sure. or typical people. It's like meeting somebody for your finances, yeah, and all the acronyms, the letters. Yeah, they have just say, "Are you name. good with money?" That's yeah. all I need to know. Yeah, yeah. 
Can you help me with my money? Yeah. That, that's what clients want. So, so cognitive behavioral therapy, in short, is talk therapy that helps you identify negative thinking patterns, which helps you, helps you change behaviors. Hmm. That's really that's really in a nutshell what it is. All right. Um, that that one, I, and, and I, I, I just, I, I know it's part of a lot of therapists' identity or a lot of health, mental health professionals' identity that. Oh, I got certification on this, 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 and this. It, to the people coming in, they don't care. They just want you to help. Mm-hmm. You know, the the letters don't mean anything about to them. Okay, what changes can I make to improve my mental health? Now, this is going to have some overlap, but I think this is really important that we hit on these really quick. And I just mentioned them: sleep, yes, seven to nine hours, nutrition, eating a balanced diet with nutritional foods at the right times, physical activity. Doing exercise in a way that works for you, no matter what the time or how long it lasts. Is that where Die Hard comes in? It could be. Not yet. No, <laughs> Die Hard's coming in in a minute. Hold right. on. And relationships. Cult- this is the fourth one I'm tacking on to the big three. Relationships. Cultivating healthy relationships. If you're in a relationship that makes you feel bad, ask yourself the question, why am I in this relationship? Hmm. And there's so many people that do this. I'm telling you. Okay, here's here's where the diehard question comes in. Okay. What is mindfulness and how do I do it? <laughs> now, mindfulness is a huge therapeutic tool for people, especially people that suffer with anxiety or even depression. Sure. Um, so being mindful is being being fully engaged and aware of what is going on right this moment, mm-hmm. the present, not what's happened before, not what's going to happen, what is happening right in this moment without placing any judgment or any interpretation on it. Um, so there, there's a lot of scientific research done that, that proves that mindfulness is, is very beneficial to how we think and feel. It can relieve stress and anxiety. Uh, it helps us increase sleep, focus our attention and concentration. Um, so really, it is just being aware of what's going on right this second. I, I, and, and I see this because I, I talk to people all the time. Half a session, we can be talking about things that have happened last week mm. or during the week or a fight they had. And I'm like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Just just stop for a minute. Right now, just, just wipe the past away. What's happening right this second? What are you seeing and feeling? Mm-hmm. And people get thrown off by that. They're like, uh, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's focus on that because it's going to help you. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they're stuck on what already happened or trying to what fix may happen. What may happen. And they're trying to fix what yep. already happened. Mm-hmm. How can it get better? But wait, there's more because yeah. you can't forward think because you really don't know what's yeah, going to happen. You, yeah. You don't. And there's some things you do have control over, but really what you have control over is right now. Right now, in this moment, if I'm thinking to myself, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling anxious, just in this moment, okay, let me get up and do something. Mm-hmm. Let me let me change that that feeling. Mm-hmm. But but if I'm so worried about what happened yesterday or last week, this prevents me from knowing what's going on currently in my mind. Yep, you recognize now, change the vernacular. So the diehard reference. Yeah, again. Just, Take your shoes off. Just the feeling. Yeah. Just just focus on a feeling. Yeah. And a sensation. Uh, and 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 this is a good. And, I, and again, I know this sounds a little nutty, but um, you know, just just even sitting and just listening, just hearing ambient noise. If you're outside, just listening to nature sounds. Right. 
um, most of these apps that you can get on your phone have these types of programs sure. that help you to be mindful and stay in the present. There's meditation apps. It's just like just focusing on what you're feeling right this moment. Mm-hmm. I right, say so the past couple of years, you know, that's something I've been dialed into right? uh-huh. and I've had my partner to thank for that. Yes. We'll sit there in the morning and we'll just listen to the birds, Yep, you know, and it's, yep. we'll, we'll drink a morning coffee and we'll. Listen to the birds. Yep. And, you know, we're waking up. Our days are starting. We know we have a stressful day ahead of ourselves or a long day ahead of Mm -hmm. ourselves. We just take a moment. Yep. In the present. Yep. As to what's going on. Yep. Absolutely. Then it's. It it just tunes you into what what you're feeling right at this moment without all the other factors coming in. And and it really is effective. And and there's a lot of different ones. Um, I know there are a lot of different apps out there. Headspace is one, Calm is another. Mm -hmm. But check those out for just for, 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 for exercises and things that will help you become more mindful. You know what I did this week that it, I struggle. I have, I have struggled with this, and this is screen time on my cell phone. Yes, and yep. I had a few video games on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. I completely uninstalled all the games on my cell mm. phone, so it takes me away from that screen time of not really paying attention to the world around me. Right? Because yep. the past couple of years, you know, listening to the birds that that's great, but when you are home from work and you have things to do and you just sit and you're on, you're on your phone, yep. that and you've already been looking at a screen all day long, yep. you know, your your brain needs to relax. Yeah, to to disengage, and just just kind of do nothing. Yeah, and really, it's tough. It's a very it's tough, hard to do. It's tough because because yeah. I I that this this works right into hypnosis. What when, when you. And, I, and I'll say this because I don't think she's listening. My son had a friend over this weekend. Okay. Friend he's known for years. So she's like, oh, because my, my buddy Richard was at the house and sure. we were just hanging out. She's like, oh, I want, you, I want you guys to hypnotize me. And, and but, but, but she couldn't focus. Her mind, her, she was like, as soon as I started, she's like, oh, wait, I have a question. I'm <laughs> like, well, no, no. You That's not how this do, works. Yeah, yeah. But, but but see, but this is how some people's brains work. They they can't shut that noise, and and, right. and it's like it's like a tornado in their head. And I'm like, imagine just being able to just silence everything mm-hmm. and just focus on right this second, what you're feeling right this moment, without any other noise coming in. How valuable that would be. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge one. Instead of feeling like the Riddler and you have questions. Yes. All over the uh, place. Yeah. yeah. Or 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 just. It's like I call the mind the runaway train. It's like it just yeah. keeps going, yeah. you know, and, and I use this example when I do my pre-talk at shows. I'm like, have you ever had that feeling or, or, or that experience where you're exhausted? You just want to go to sleep and you lie down and your head hits the pillow and your body's like, yeah, we get to go to sleep. But your mind right. stares at the ceiling for an hour trying to go to sleep. Sure. Yeah. And, and that is the thing as far as the, all of the thoughts you're having. It doesn't matter because nothing is going to change in that moment. Your head is on the pillow. <laughs> right. You're not going to change anything by thinking about it. So just focus on now. I like that. There we go. Cool, man. Hey, that was folks. That eight. is we, we are done with Q&A. We're done with mental health Q&A. I know it's been a long journey, but but a valuable one because there are, again, a lot of questions, a lot of things we've covered. And uh, yeah, we're going to be... In fact, we're going to do something fun next week. Uh, how about another top 10 list, Matt? We have not done one of those. Sure, since why Val- not? We haven't done one of those since Valentine's Day. What was, what, I'm going to surprise you with it. What was the top 10 episode of the past eight? <laughs> oh boy, that's a tough one, Matt. <laughs> I'll have to listen to them all again. All right. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Before we go, you know who needs a home? 
Uh, who is it this time? Kelly. Kelly. Kelly's a mixed breed female. She will be 50 pounds. Wow. She's dog friendly. Um, kid friendly over 15. Her activity level is medium high. She's a puppy. She was born in March. Oh, my goodness. Look at Kelly. Oh, my goodness. The, Gus and Kelly are just the damn cutest. I know. Look at that face. Now, who doesn't want that to come up and lick them in the in, on their on their cheek? Or to jump up and down when they come home. Kelly, Detroit Dog Rescue. She needs a home. Yes, please. Yep. Do it. Special needs, experienced owners needed. So if you've owned a dog before, Ke- Kelly needs a home. Aww, okay. Yeah, I know. She's a cute one. All righty, folks. That's it. Join us next week, Monday, uh, on Facebook Live. We record from 8 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. You can pop in, ask questions. Yeah, you know, whatever. Jo- yeah, join the show. I right mean, on. we're we're we want to interact with people, and and uh, that's the best place to do it. Or just uh, uh if you're on a uh, whatever platform you're listening on, jump ahead to the next episode, or wait till Tuesday, Thursday. We'll be there. Yep. Alrighty, folks. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time. <laughs>